Hey, we're back again for another bonus episode. Again, this one was recorded at Boulevardia. It's a music festival that happens in Kansas City, so there's live music happening, uh, and they set up a podcast stage for the first time, and we were invited to be a part of it, which is awesome. We had a lot of fun. Uh, We get to do interviews, which is not something we typically do on our show, and so we just had uh, a ton of fun getting to know our guests, and the one for this episode uh, was a group called Secret Handshake. Uh, they're like a craft bar where you can pay a subscription and uh, they got sewing machines and craft stations and all the all the supplies you need that usually take up your kitchen table. Uh, they've got them there. Uh, and so you can pay to use those. Um, and so we talked with Candace, who uh, is, is one of the founders of Secret Handshake. She was an absolute joy. She's super fun. Uh, and this was a really interesting conversation. So if you want to check out what they are doing, it's Secret Handshake KC. Uh, if you're in Kansas City, you can definitely check out their business, um, or you can buy the things that people make, uh, and you can buy those online, and that's another way to support them. Uh, but we were really thankful that we got to hang out with her on this episode. And so without much more of me talking, here is more of me talking uh, as we interview Secret Handshake. How's, uh, how's your morning going? We can kind of get used to this. Here's the thing. Yes. I've, I've found... In my 20-minute experience on this stage. Yeah. That <laughs> that's, that's 20 more minutes than my experience. Yeah. So. The angle of the mic makes a big difference okay. in how comfortable you're going to be. So you might want to tilt yeah. that a little bit. Okay. That's great. Um, so Tim does have something to teach us on this one. Did you so get we'll, her a water? Did you, you said ask you would. <laughs> I thought she said I was good. Well, or she said she would love one. And then you were just like, nah. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, Reagan. I said I'm not going to get you one. And I meant to <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Okay. Well, we're going to kick this off. Uh, yeah, we're fine to go a little over, by the way. Cool. Okay. And then um, this will be our second one that we put out. So we'll awesome. intro it. We'll and make we'll sure you know. You, and give you a chance to talk a little bit about you. what you yeah. do. Perfect. Hey, man. What's going on, dude? Oh, not much. Not much. It's good to be back in the same... I'm just same... listening to this hot concert right <laughs> next to us. Yeah, we, we've decided from now on, it, our show is only in front of really loud things. Yeah, I've also decided <laughs> in the studio, we're going to blast music the whole time, too. Yeah, we're actually in the studio again. We yeah. just turned the radio on really loud. We turned loud. The, the radio on and the yeah. nature noises on. Yeah, we actually still have a radio. It's crazy. Well, you, you make people <laughs> listen closer and harder when there's a lot of background noise. You know, yeah, exactly. and that's what the whole point is, we want is that if focus. you're not intently listening. Yes. You're and, not, you're not getting honestly, the whole experience. This is about everything in life, too. Yeah. If you're not doing it intentionally, why are you even doing it? Exactly. Yeah. And wow. if it's not hard, is it even worth doing? That's yeah. right. Exactly. Exactly. Welcome I to just, church. I, okay. <laughs> there we go. Let's get into some good life lessons. We've been talking for like a minute. We haven't even introduced. We have a guest. We have someone else on here. This doesn't happen a lot in our show. Yeah, my buddy Tim is on the show today. (laughs) I'm I'm excited to be here. (laughs) No, Candice. Candice from uh, Secret Secret Handshake. Handshake. Hello, yeah. I'm I'm Candice from Secret Handshake Studios. Tell us more more about Secret Handshake. What is that? Because First of all, tell us about Candice. Yeah, tell us. Who is, who I, is I, I am my small business. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Tim was making it out to be. You know, I mean, we're not workaholics around here. Yeah. No. That's my identity. So <laughs> tell us about you and what Secret Handshake is up to these days. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we are a new community crafting space in Kansas City, Kansas. Um, we're actually opening fully at the beginning of November, end of October. Um, what is a community November. craft place? So it's well, how did you say what was the com- term you com- used? Commu- is, I think that's probably what I, I think said. You said community, community craft place. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> 
the, mar- the marketing's up in the air still, uh, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm actually expecting you guys to give me some good ideas. Great. Uh, you can do it. <laughs> um, but basically, we have crafting tools in our shop, sewing yeah. machines, jewelry making, tufting guns, um, laser cutter, 3D printer. Yes. And you can be a member or you can come in for a day or a weekend and we'll show you how to make something. Um, we so, just want to make crafting and making stuff more accessible to everybody who doesn't have the money to buy those machines up front and yep. doesn't have the space in their studio apartment to take over yes. their kitchen table with jewelry making. I'm so glad that you said that. Yeah. Because, and and I know that my girlfriend doesn't listen to the episodes in post, but she's here today. Yeah. And uh, would I'm just really hoping that you break through to her that this is where she'll go to There's craft. There's a better place Please, to do instead come, of things. Come my living room. <laughs> because on um, many occasions, right, especially summertime, uh, my garage, I rent a garage yeah. at my yeah. apartment to, complex. To your girlfriend for her crafts? Yeah, no, I rent it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, you, you pay me. <laughs> right? I'm my girlfriend's landlord. All right? Uh, it's, it's a really a healthy pa- relationship. Passive, we talked about passive income, Yeah, right? I call it, our, the, the garage is her craft place. And, uh, <laughs> community, community craft, craft place. place. <laughs> and so, no, but I, uh, my garage well, I can't put my car in there because she's got some stuff thing laid yeah. out on the garage floor that she's crafting. Mm-hmm. She's um, making you a better car. <laughs> <laughs> she's crafting it herself. I like the idea. I like it. Um, no, but she switches yeah. uh, passions a lot. So sometimes yeah. she'll want to use the hot glue gun to she yep. makes her own jewelry. Yep. That's what not- all crafters do is like once you figure out you can make something, yeah. you want to make Everything. Every yeah. single thing. And I'm not you trying start to talk to realize about my girlfriend I've... right now either, you know. And uh... um, that's a future client. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have a night that you you call talk and craft, and that's really that's funny to me. Fun. Yeah, um, well, actually, we we want to do something called podcasting on, which casting oh, on fun. is a knitting term. It's when you put oh. the yarn oh, onto the needles. There but it is. We don't want to make a podcast. We want to listen to an episode of a podcast together while we knit, wow, and then know. like talk talk about it. Well, hey, oh, if you're fun. knitting right now, listen to this in the future if you guys are like I know a place you guys are like oh we should listen to that podcast episode and right now you're if, knitting yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh it's so weird it's me if only there was a community crafting place where if I could go if only there was a community <laughs> craft oh I thought we were all saying it together community, uh, community, community craft crafting place, place. <laughs> there we go we said it as a community and that's beautiful and that's so communal it really brings people together so um yeah, so if someone paid a subscription to be part of your your yeah. community craft place, they could just show up. And so we will use... have like a like a scheduling service online, yeah. so you can reserve the tool for a certain chunk of yes. time to make sure that you can come in and use it. For sure, we have. Two we don't want anybody fighting over all... a sewing machine. Yeah, there's needles involved. It's... And your <laughs> eyes show that it would happen too. Your <laughs> eyes are like, honestly, we've had to break up the fights before. <laughs> if you've ever met a seamstress, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we we kind of had a conversation earlier. You talked a little bit about kind of the history of crafting and how it's come to be what it is today. Yeah. And so I did a little bit more research and I found that it's kind of crazy. It goes back a long time. Crafts? <laughs> Crafts. Yeah. Who would have thought? Forever. When, when cavemen were grunting, they also were <laughs> that's exactly. Things. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, you were like... You're like, it turns out that people making things goes yeah. back pretty far. Pretty yeah. far. Like, and you thought we were going to be like, 
Whoa. <laughs> but it's kind of like, yeah, that's what well, people yeah. do. Tim. People have always made stuff. And, yeah. Like like animals, like like birds build nests out of sticks. That's animals craft. Birds too. Animals, craft. Craft. <laughs> animals craft too. <laughs> that's amazing. And um, they're a part of our larger community. <laughs> there you nature go. Welcome crafts. them in. Welcome them to build if nests. If that's not the most just hippie thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Okay, but th- then I'll call them freeloaders because they don't pay us a membership fee. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So what did you find, Tim? Okay, so like I said, this has been around for a long time. People have been crafting for a little bit. People uh, be crafting. Obviously, we know about like pottery. Um, archaeologists think that that started like 13,000 years ago. People were wow. making Well, that's pottery. not possible. The Earth's only 6,000 years oh, old. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So 6,000 years ago. (laughs) So 6,000 years ago, they started making pottery. Um, But they also uh, got into all these different crafts. But at at the time, it was more out of necessity. Like people were making stuff because they needed stuff. Yeah. but over time, we started to see... Isn't that our privilege, too? We can make earrings because we didn't have to make this table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fully. Like, honestly. Yeah. Um, you didn't have to build your building. Yeah, or like you can make your plates, but you also can go to Ikea. Yeah, you can also go to... Speaking of Ikea, this is great. Oh. Uh, so... <laughs> okay. I've never been so Ikea on- is the only craft that I do. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. That's the only thing it I'm is, putting together. It's assembling. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's crafts, right? Uh, there's a group of uh, Swedish crafts. There's a group of Italian uh, uh, archaeologists who discovered this building uh, in ancient Greece at the like tip of Italy. Um, so I guess ancient Italy, uh, <laughs> but part of the Greek Empire. Uh, and the building, in the building, inscribed on the walls in the building were the instructions on how to assemble the building. So I thought you were about to say was... Ottoman, like how to put this Ottoman <laughs> together. I really thought you were going to go there. I was like, that's pretty funny. What they think is that those materials got shipped to whatever that place was. Sure, yeah. And they inscribed on it how to put it together. They call it the ancient IKEA building. Um, <laughs> Are you serious? Is that what yeah, they call that's it? Really, what they call it? So cool. Yeah, and so people have been doing these like prefab things. Forever. I mean, that was ancient Greece, like six thousand years ago. I don't know how someone long was cranking out instructions on how to put together, yeah, like a building. Yeah, how to how to grab all the pieces, put it together, and That's then where to everything in. Um, but from that point on until honestly about the eighteen hundreds, crafting has been a hundred percent necessity. It's been yeah. I need clothes, I need a table, I need furniture, mm-hmm. I need whatever, and so I'm just gonna make it because we weren't in like a globalized world yet. And so there wasn't all this like manufacturing to where you could just go buy stuff. Uh, if you need something, you made it. Um, but then in the 1800s, the lathe was invented. Do you know what the lathe is? No. Do you know what the lathe is? The lathe? Spell yeah. it. L-A-I-T-H. I know that I word, think. but it's like a, a liar where I'm like, I know that that's like a D&D instrument, but uh, I couldn't draw I one I know it's you. a thing <laughs> that exists, but... Yeah. <laughs> a lathe? Uh, so here's what it is. It looks kind of like a sewing machine, honestly. And there's just like a little bar where you stick stuff on the bar and then it spins and then you grab like a knife or something and you can cut the wood and let it spin around. And that's where like a lot of like... Like you know those old ornaments where they're how like do you the say the the, uh, the the Greek sandwich 
the meat. The, is it gyro? The gyro. The gyro. The gyro. Yeah. The gyro. Yeah. Actually, that's what I'm saying. Euro. That's how I thought it was. The euro. The euro. Oh, jeez. Right? That's what off. I was saying. <laughs> yeah. And I okay. knew I that the way you said wrong. it was stupid, <laughs> right? And then, but you full bodied it too. I was like, I was like, I think, the, I, I think saying gyro is stupid. It's great. And then you went gyro. <laughs> And I was like, well, and then that's how I, I thought it I was. I unconfidently right. came in and said Euro. Well, we don't know. Perfect. Anyway, is it the same concept? It's a really similar <laughs> concept. It's, it's, a, it's honestly that's the same That's where my brain went. Concept. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah it's, it makes sense. But they'll take pieces of wood and they made like uh, like I've Christmas seen this in Silver stuff. And Have you really? I'm, I, that's, that's a very that Silver Dollar like City a joke. Have you been attraction. to Silver City? To what? You would love Silver Dollar City. Holy <laughs> cow, dude. Wait, it's a what? crap slow, person's Slow down. Paradise. What are you saying? Silver Dollar City. Silver Dollar. Okay. Silver Dollar City. Y'all no. been to Silver Dollar City? It's. Yeah. Yes. It's a craft person paradise, is it not? Dude. They okay. Do. They so, do. Silver Dollar City is like Cracker Barrel with roller coasters. And also. <laughs> what? So, it's straight up. It's 1800, 1800s themed theme park. Yeah. But they wait, do. Wait, wait, wait. Where is it? It's this? in Branson. Branson. Go take a trip. I'm serious. Okay. Because okay. you would love it because yeah. they legitimately do have that. Yep. Yeah. They do, they've got a they've got a person doing a blown glass. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, they've got the guy out there making. I don't know. Blacksmith making yeah. stuff. And it's just a guy with a big beard and he's in overalls and just dude. Listen. This is not a Silver Dollar City slander <laughs> podcast, okay? Yeah. Like I will not, I will not I tolerate them that. a lot. On yeah, but dude, it's like they've got the, <laughs> they've got a lathe, so that's yeah. what I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where it's they whittle and you things. Cut it. Yep. Yeah. 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 yep, yep, They also have off, off, off Broadway down there too. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's legitimately what they have. <laughs> it's not, a, it's not a joke. They got shows. Uh, so you're saying that the invention of that changes? Yeah. What? So what happened was. The obviously you had a bunch of craftsmen who started creating things with that tool, but then the wealthy were like, hey, I could buy that too because it was really expensive. But then the wealthy, they had a surplus of time that most people at that day and age didn't have. They also had a surplus of other things that other people didn't have. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard some rumors about the wealthy. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So what what they did was they... They bought those tools, the lathes, and they would start making stuff at home. And they got pretty good at it. And it was kind of like the first hobby that like, we have like, on record where people were like, I'm just going to do something, really? not because I have to and I need it, and not because it's going to make me any money, but just because... like It's like fun to make yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just enjoy it. And so the wealthy got really into making Wait, really? stuff. Wait, really? Yeah. Hobbies didn't exist until the 1800s. Yeah, everybody was too busy not dying. Fully, <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Even even like like singing, you had to like do as a court jester for a king yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was an art. I mean, it that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Joe Biden says we have to. <laughs> I need it for my we entertainment. The president's like, do a podcast or I'll kill you. We have to do it to stay alive. It's really rough. And then in 1859, this guy by the name of uh, Samuel Smiles. Uh, he made a book. He wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a book called Self Help. It's the first self help book. It's just uh, called Self Help. Se- it's yeah, just called Self Help. He literally <laughs> defined the genre. <laughs> and the book, it's not what we generally think of self help today. The book was teaching you how to be self sufficient. That's what I was going to sure, ask. Sure, sure, that Because that the, the printing press was like what the. 1500s? Yeah, it had been around for a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. so I imagine that instructions on how to do things would yeah. be in books. Yeah. Or and inscribed on buildings. 
Apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. You just get a shirt and the tag didn't have yeah. washing instructions. In his. Here's how to make the Here's shirt. How to make the, it's just the tag. <laughs> you have to sew you it have to, Oh, I'm going to sew around sew this tag. tag yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so uh, in this book, it was all how are you going to be self-sufficient? How are you going sure. to make sure that you can survive if for some reason you get cut away from your town or your family or the people around you. And so it taught a lot of practical guides on woodworking and sewing and painting and construction and all this different stuff. Do you think the conspiracy theorists know about this book? <laughs> this is their and Bible. use it to this day? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's in this their bunkers. They, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Here's my bunker. Here's my 16,000... 000- uh, cans of beans, yeah. and also here's my self help book. My Bible. Yeah, it's called it's called self help. <laughs> yeah, it's called self help. Yeah, it's very uh, to the point. And it was a, it was a really big trend. People were like, I want to be self sufficient, and it it really lined up well with the times because this was like the explosion of the American West, yeah. and so sure. people had been quote unquote civilized living in. I guess I didn't even think about that. That's blowing my mind that hobbies uh, didn't exist. Yeah, you everybody was too busy. <laughs> Uh, and then in the early 1900s, you had a series of world wars and the Great Depression where people couldn't rely on anyone else for anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And they had to go do, get their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And so there was a big uh, phrase at the time called make do and mend. And so it was, I'm just going to get whatever I can. I'm going to make some stuff yeah. and I'm going to learn how to fix anything because I don't have an option again. And so it's kind of this this reversion back to a time where people were required by necessity to craft stuff. And so a lot of people got this self-help book and were learning how to do. So as far as your business plan, it sounds like you got to cheer for the collapse. of Yeah. You need society (laughs) to fail. I I don't have to do much cheering. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I mean, we're pretty close. I'm I'm sitting back. It sounds like you need to go downtown power and light on the weekends. You ever seen the sandwich board guys that have the big signs that say the end is near and all that stuff. And then I'll stand next to it. Next to them with a community crafts place studios. Make stuff. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because you're talking about that, but that is something that people are getting more and more interested in is yeah. like mending their clothing and things yeah. like that because yeah. buying clothing has become so unsustainable exactly. right. that like it's not because we can't get it because it's hard to get it in a way that yeah. Yeah. is ethical. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It, it, today, it's a I necessity for different reasons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, he's a liar. Started with he's the tag. Started, with, Started the tag. with the tag, <laughs> and now we're here. Um, so, uh, in the 1950s, after the war, there was this explosion in the crafting DIY space mm-hmm. because all of a sudden, people had all this experience from years of having to make do and mend on their own sure. out of right. necessity. But now they also, especially in the West, were ushered into the like one of the greatest ages of prosperity in history. Yeah. Right. So all of a sudden, people had homes. They had a two-day weekend, which had never happened before. Right. Um, and they were working nine to fives instead of 12-hour days. Yeah. So people had more time, more opportunity to go and get a hobby and begin crafting. And so these people just carried over all this stuff that they used to do yeah. because they needed to. And then it became like a trend. Uh, you had... It got honestly. It got commercialized. Uh, a bunch of businesses were like, "Oh, hey, I can make a lot of money off this." Yeah. And so they started 
manufacturing the tools to be used. They started making power tools way well, cheaper. Well, and also because of the surplus of material after the World War II. Yeah, sure. The World War II. Wow. <laughs> the World War uh, No, but that's why like they were like, hey, we just got all these materials to make refrigerators so everyone should have a refrigerator in their home. Yeah. And also like toasters and sewing machines. Buy this stuff, and yeah. So yep. it was kind of like yep. we just, you know, we've ramped up our production and now we're like, wow, we should just Now we can stuff. make a lot of money. Yeah. We're really like a lot of those things we don't all need to have one individually. Yeah. Uh, like we don't all need a Speak sewing machine. Yourself, most people, Candace. most people aren't sewing I've every got day. Four <laughs> sewing machines. Yeah, most people aren't. Yeah, and like even like I saw someone talking about like we don't all need to own a lawnmower. Yeah. Like we mow our lawn. I, I don't know. I don't have a lawn. That's interesting. People mow their lawns sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I do not own a home. <laughs> I, I mow my Tim's lawn like once a month, and it's you, bad. You mow once a month? Yeah, it's bad. And it's so bad. Mow more than that. <laughs> I just don't have time for it. I get it. The, I need the, to hire a neighbor kid. The fact is, <laughs> is that hire a neighbor kid. <laughs> a neighbor kid. <laughs> just any one of them. <laughs> but hey, people, people kid. all in the same street yeah. could share a lawnmower, yeah. and it would save everyone money. Yeah, you don't all need a lawnmower. Yeah, that's a good point. And like getting back to like just sharing things among the community and bringing yeah. people together and tools that you don't need to have one of mm-hmm. sharing, yeah. sharing. And that was that that was kind of the shift in this era. Is everybody in the fifties had their went own into this? Yeah, we got. I got my own home. I got my own car. Yeah. I got all my own stuff. And companies capitalized on that and started yes. making all this mm-hmm. stuff, started making magazines and TV mm-hmm. shows, and it just exploded in popularity for like 50 years. In the 90s, you had DIY Network pop up, HGTV, mm-hmm. PBS started doing Dude, all these the grip shows. that HGTV has on white women in the United States <laughs> is bonkers. Yeah, they can make them do anything. Is it on your TV? Okay, the, this is serious though. The way that boomers have like a news channel on TV all day in the background, <laughs> you know, uh, you know exactly where I'm going. Millennials just put HGTV yeah, on HGTV and on it's just, it's background noise. It's either HGTV or The Office. That's all that's on the TV. <laughs> you know, you're an office person. I got it, right? So I'm actually like a depressing nonfiction book in the background. Nice. Nice. Like an audio book. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, an on, I'm an audio book person. Did you meet that's my fantastic. girlfriend? Because you guys are going to yeah, get along great. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> um, every moment of the day. We'll be driving in the car. She's yeah, like, Can I is. listen to my audio book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, no, I, I was like in the shower no. this morning, like listening to a book about like our, the atrocities we committed during Vietnam War. Oh. <laughs> just getting ready for the day. Just getting ready for it. Yeah, to start my day, day with yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, but did you see? But HGTV it? sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, wow. So, are you then? 2020, right? A lot of people picked up new hobbies. Yes. Yeah. And so you're trying to provide a space where it's like, hey, yes. I know you started doing all this stuff in 2020, and it yeah. took over your home. Yeah, that was a big inspiration for it. it was actually so. It's, I've always wanted to make jewelry, and it was yeah. something I never had the time, space, extra income to figure out how to do yeah. Yeah. until the pandemic. And I started doing it, and I loved it, and it made me want to do other things. And I saw a bunch of other people also having this same experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so me and my partner and his sister all got together, and they were homeschooled, so they know how to do all the crafts. <laughs> but, but so they knew how to do the crafts? Yeah, they could do everything. That's what single homeschoolers craft. do, you know? You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But we were all like, we, it would be great if we made this easier for people to get into. Right. That they yeah. didn't have to wait for a global pandemic to, to discover a hobby or interest. Yeah. 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 Um, and then go spend yeah. a ton of money on it. And spend a ton of money on it and take over your living room with it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also just to meet other makers and meet people yeah. in the community and yeah. support local. And yeah. Community makes any hobby better. Like if you yes. can share it with for someone, sure. it's so much more fun. It's every so time. much more fun. Yeah. yeah. And that, 
that's kind of that's what happened in the the late 2010s. Uh, you started having they call it the maker movement, um, and then they call it community yep. sheds as well. I've seen a lot of those where it's similar to what it's exactly what you guys are doing. Yeah. Instead of instead of people having to go out and buy all this stuff on their own, mm -hmm. this new movement came up where it's hey. I can go into a community. We all have the materials. We all have yep. the supplies and the tools that we share. I mean, it's exactly what we did uh, in the at the barrel. At the barrel, the bottoms. When yeah. we first started our podcast, we were in a shared space that yeah. you know we just scheduled time to go use the mm -hmm. podcast mics mm -hmm. and even and then, share your skills too. Of I know how to use this, and you know how to use that, and let's teach each other. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody grows. Everybody gets better. Yeah. Um, yeah, or you try something and you go, I didn't like doing that. And I'm yeah. glad I didn't buy a sewing machine. Yeah, and now what happens <laughs> you know? though is I usually like doing it, but I don't like the person who taught me. I go, you know what? <laughs> Tim's tried to teach me stuff. I teach him and stuff And I all go, time. yeah, I hate, I like the topic. I that like was cool. we learned. I just resent but that it was you. But you keep coming back. Yeah, I keep <laughs> coming back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where we are now is, is we're in a, a place where people are doing this as a hobby, but mm -hmm. it's, it's shifted in this really strange and interesting way where it's still a hobby, mm -hmm. but it's also, like you mentioned a second ago, also done out of necessity, but a mm -hmm. different kind of necessity. It's that yes. sustainability aspect yes. where it's saying, hey, I don't need to go out and buy 600 shirts in my closet. Yeah. Uh, I can instead yeah. fix the issues I have with my current clothing or yes. uh, build my own furniture and do stuff that doesn't require uh, people like all overseas building all this stuff in yeah. terrible conditions mm -hmm. and then shipping it across the ocean. It's, it's a new world where it's, Hey, this is better for the planet and better for everybody involved. Yeah. And no one's going to decide that for us. So yeah. we're, yeah. we're deciding to, That's awesome. to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super neat. So you mentioned it in the beginning, but tell us more about what yes. people can build there. Like yeah, are, so we costs? have sewing machines. And um, you're opening when? Sorry. Uh, November 1st is our November like, 1st. official okay. open date. Where we have uh, Strawberry Hill, every right? Tuesday, Strawberry Hill. Yeah. Every Tuesday we have open craft where you can just come in and hang out in the studio with us and, and do stuff. Uh, we have vendor pop-ups once a month where we have local makers come in and do something kind of like the Maker Village here, but smaller and more intimate. Yeah. And I've just been kind of doing random events and getting to know the community before we tell them we can provide you with a service. With, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, once we're open, we'll have sewing machines, uh, tufting guns, which fiber tufting, it's like rug making, that? wall hanging making, okay. um, things like that. It's, it's basically shoots yarn through a canvas and makes this fluffy, nice, it's really, it's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, we have a 3D printer. We're going to have a laser cutter. Uh, we have jewelry making stations. We have like beads, polymer clay, and uh, like metal smithing jewelry making. Um, screen printer. And then we are going to have like a little storefront in the in the front that just sells stuff from people making stuff in the shop. Like different materials and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, and, and like cool. the things that people made in our shop if they wanted. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's super cool. Very sweet. That's a joy. And we made buttons at your booth. Oh, yeah, we also a, have a button maker, button. which is a, a big hit. It's very yeah, fun. Yeah, if you're here, <laughs> go make a button at their booth. Uh, this, is, this is a stranger's face. I made a button yeah, at Yeah, they got magazines. Face. You just cut a picture out and make <laughs> a button. What I've learned no rules. is that people, no rules. Love, no rules. people love to make buttons out of other people's faces. That's something and that's here's been the, a here's popular the thing. Go, go find a picture. Uh, especially if it's a Kansas City magazine, like a local right? Magazine. Go make a little button with someone's face on it and just wear it every day until you find that person. Try to All find right? them. And then you just go, I've got your face on a button. Uh, it's and you. you've either made a new friend or a restraining order, you know? <laughs> Probably the second Probably one. Probably the second Probably one. Probably the most second likely. one. You know? But if you want new friends, 
There's a That's community an okay way to try. craft space. There's a community <laughs> craft place <laughs> called Secret Handshake, and yeah. it opens in November. Yes. And my girlfriend will be awesome. there yeah. all the time. Awesome. And I guarantee. And for everyone here, the your booth is like right. It's right yes. behind, straight through there. You see yes. the mini if donut the, place. If you if you have <laughs> right by the mini donuts between the ice cream and the donuts, you'll get right there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah. yeah thanks, thanks for, for having me. Us. Yeah. Cool. Crafts are awesome. <laughs> aren't they? Aren't they though? Want to fiddle that one off? That's done. That's, that's done. An ep- that's an episode. Awesome. Portable well, thanks box. for joining us. That was yeah, super thank fun. You. Agreed. That was super fun. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode of Things I Learned Last Night. Uh, again, if you want to support that business, uh, they are opening this fall in Kansas City. Uh, you can search their products on their website. Any information about them is on Secret Handshake KC. Dot com. Uh, again, to Candace, thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, and thank you for listening to this bonus episode. We'll be back with a new episode on Tuesday.